Hi, I'm Alicia Dixon, and you're listening to Where It's At, a podcast all about midi life milestones brought to you by online styling service Stitch Fix. Today, we'll be chatting about self loving and self loathing in this week's episode, The Greatest Love of All. And whether your version of self love is blending up a smoothie, finding time to meditate, or cozying down with some chocolate and your favourite film, we'll be discussing it all. Now, this week I'm joined by supermodel, author, and adrenaline junkie, Jodie Kidd. <laughs> Hello. Lovely to see you, Jodie. And you, my love. And also, we have London based style blogger, mum, and body confidence advocate, Natalie Lee of Style Me Sunday. Hello. How are you? Yeah, really good, thank you. Thank you both for joining me. Let's get straight to it. Right, I want to ask you both mm. what are your views on self love and what does it mean to you? Um, I think to me, I like the um, phrase you can't pour from an empty cup, right? So mm-hmm. if you look after yourself first, then everyone else benefits from that. So yeah. for example, at the weekend, I got a free weekend. It just it just happened. <laughs> My husband was away climbing some mountains. The girls As you went. Do. Yeah. <laughs> he just did a challenge, a three peaks challenge. And yeah, so and the girls went to the grandparents and I booked myself into a hotel oh, for wow. two nights. Lovely. In London. By yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And just really enjoyed it and just had the most magical alone time. And that to me yeah. is like the epitome of self-love. Yeah. And it was so and I came back and I was refreshed and yeah. I was, yeah. you know, not shouty mum. I was yeah. really it Chilled. was just lovely. You're always so a nicer nice. mum when you're kinder to yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? It took me a long time to kind of understand that though. I kind of went through all my twenties and thirties thinking that, you know, you have to keep pushing, you have to do this, you have to be the best and da, da, da. and actually how much of a better person, better energy, better mm. for all the people around. If you do take a little bit of time and, and like, as you said, love yourself, chill yeah. out, read a book, have a lion, have breakfast in bed, yeah. just have time for you. Actually, the benefits, it took literally, I've, I can't believe in my 40s now, and I'm like, it took me until then to really realise how beneficial it is and good for your head as well. I mean, do you believe people that say, you know, I can't find five minutes for myself? I think surely mm. you can find five mm. minutes just I, to I be kind to yourself. I was that person. Really? Because yeah, you, you just go, well, I, don't, I haven't got enough time. Why do I need to do that? I've got to go and do this and I've got to do that. And, you know, the horse is doing this or the child's doing that. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the horse is doing this. <laughs> it's always something. Thing. Um, so literally, I was that person. And then suddenly, my sister actually mm. was the one that said, look, Joe, you have to stop. You are just a machine. You have to just love yourself. And I was going, well, I do. I really love myself. And I'm absolutely fine. What's wrong with it? And she was going, no, just stop. And just, you know, take that time, like going to, to your hotel weekend. Mm. And I did it. I remember the first time I did it where I literally, no phones, switched off. And I was kind of like going, and I was in a hotel the same, and I was going, God, I'm going to get really bored. What am I going to do? I've got to do something. And then mm. suddenly, after a couple of hours, I went, oh, I think I'm going to have a hot bath, you know, in the afternoon. The freedom. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, I can have a hot bath in the afternoon and have bubbles and have a glass of wine. And yeah. I suddenly was like... I get it. Mm. 
It's switching um, the, your mindset as well, yeah. isn't it? Because yeah. I once a year I go to this retreat in Portugal mm. and it's like a wellness retreat and it's, J- I don't know if you've heard of Jason Vale, but he's absolutely mm. amazing. And I used to say, I'm going to be selfish for the week. And it was yeah. actually my partner that said, no, you're going away to have a week of self-love. Ah, oh, lovely. And so it's sort of yeah. like change. And I thought, yeah, he's right. It's not about being selfish. Mm. I'm going there to be kind to myself because actually it makes me a nicer person. But I do it once a year and I go for six days and I don't like being away from my daughter for six no. days. But I think actually she gets a better mum. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I think as mums, we're often quite sort of martyrish, aren't we? Oh, we're like, oh, I can't find five minutes, yeah. but you have to make the five yes. minutes. It's not about, yeah, you know, yeah. there's always something to do, isn't there? Oh, but you have to yeah. find that time and we can all find it, mm. you know, every single person. So I think you just have to make it happen. Uh, it's, it's so true. What do you love most about yourself? Ooh, good question. (laughs) You first. (laughs) I think I love really well. I love hard. When I love people, Mm. I love really, really hard. Oh, that's so nice. Will you love me? (laughs) I want to be... I want to be You're loved hard love. like that. No, no, no. <laughs> love the way you said it. It was gorgeous. Um, and physically, um, I like my bum. I've got a good bum. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one to like. Mm. I don't know. I think what I love about myself is fiercely loyal. Mm-hmm. So once you're in that kind of, as you said, once you've got that love, you feel that love. I've got that with my friendship. So I'd say my loyalty to my, my friends and the people that I love, I think, is is something that I would go above and beyond and to, to, to kind of withhold. Um, and then lovely. physically, legs. I love, love that we're legs. talking physically as yeah, well. I'm here. switching on really quickly. <laughs> Can we get away from the emotional side? <laughs> I would say for me, I I love my compassionate heart. Mm. I feel like it's never ending and I love my natural, joyful disposition. Mm. I feel like I'm naturally a cup half full, full yeah. optimistic person. And actually when I'm feeling negative or being hard on myself... I feel like I'm moving away from mm. who I am. Mm-hmm. So I love that I, I have a sort of natural vibrancy about life. Um, but I would say the thing I, I like least about myself is I'm short-tempered, I'm impatient, and sometimes I feel like things I do are never good enough mm. and I have to always P- remind perfectionist. myself. Yeah. Are you a perfectionist? But or? I, I think the older I've got, mm. I've... I realise that I'm never going to be perfect. But I think Mm. I am one of these people that Mm. strives for it, but I'm also accepting that I'm perfectly imperfect. Mm -hmm. And that's freedom in itself because before that wouldn't have been good enough. It's like I would have had to have, you know, it's kind of getting to a place where you can just be content Mm. with what you have, not necessarily striving for something else. Um, are you guys into exercise? Yes. Yes, I thought you would say that. Yeah. <laughs> but it was also another thing that took me a long time to realise because I was always active, but never went to the gym, never had a routine. In the last couple of years is the first time where I've really been doing, you know, proper exercise. And I have to say my mental balance, everything, I'm just gone, oh, can't believe it's taken me so long to actually know how how beneficial exercise is it's amazing so I never really I just hate I just hated the gym mm. I hated exercising but in the last couple of years I've got into dancing oh nice and I, yeah I go dancing I try and go four times a week and Brilliant. I 
and dripping by the end of it. I love it. I've That's never, great. ever found anything like it. And now I'm addicted. And do you think that people will have to find their own way of, of whatever exercise it is? So yes, for sure. You found yours with dancing. Yeah. I actually found mine on a... I'm not allowed to call it an elliptical machine. Apparently Go that's on. really old-fashioned. No, <laughs> what is it? It's a cross-trainer. Oh, I'm cross looking. Trainer. Is it cross-trainer? Yes. I call it elliptical. Everyone's like, you can't call it elliptical. I've Apparently never that's so that. not cool. Elliptical. It's elliptical. I've never heard that either. <laughs> I like that. My other half just goes, it's embarrassing. Because I'll go to the hotel and I'll be like, have you got an elliptical machine? They're like, what? You're showing your age it's there, the, Jodie. I, I, can't, I can't get to grips with them. So embarrassing. I am turning into my mother. Oh, my God. Um, I did this show when I hurt my knee, so I... I can't do too much running. So I love an elliptical. So I found that and that really has beneficial things. But running, oh my God, same thing. Yeah. Hated it. Wanted to cry. Would it be sick? You know, it was just dreadful. What are your thoughts on dieting? I mean, it's such a broad question. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I mean, it's, I've tried it. Obviously been in the fashion world for so many years. You've got to be a size eight and or a size zero in America. So you've got to be very conscious of your what you look like so you know try diets throughout most of my life and they've just been exhausting ex- hell actually really hell i mean some of them you you literally are so calorie low that you 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 can't even get up and walk without feeling dizzy you know it's kind of like um there's some horrendous ones and it's it's just got to to this point in my life where you just do everything in balance I don't deprive myself of anything. I think at any time I do deprive myself, I found that I just crave it even more and then it's just Mm. all goes in. So if I fancy it, I'll eat it. And I I think it goes back to that self-love again, doesn't it? Once you start looking after yourself and loving yourself, you're not going to binge on food that Mm. makes you feel like crap. So... Yeah, I, I eat food that I like and I love vegetables and fruit. And, Me too. And I like, you know, pizzas and Coke and, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. But um, it's if I love myself and I'm looking after myself, I do it in, in moderation, like you said. Do you have a go-to gym workout outfit? Or are you just a bit like, oh, I'll just throw on anything to go to the gym? Yeah, I'm a bit relaxed. I'm throw on anything. Yeah, I'm a bit relaxed. But there is some amazing gym kit out there. You go to this, I'm a member of a gym in London and I go there and, God, it's like a fashion show. To go to the gym? Yes, they're looking amazing and makeup. I don't see many of them sweat though. (laughs) So I don't know. (laughs) But they look fab. I um, I mean, I think you're right. I think putting on whatever's comfortable is yeah. the most important thing with the, with exercise gear. You don't want to be hoiking it up all yeah, the time <laughs> and readjusting because that just, um, you know, distracts you from actually doing yeah. the exercise. But I have to say, I mean, I am a style blogger, obviously. So my um, leopard print leggings, Ooh. I absolutely love them. Really? And that's probably my favourite workout gear because they, they, they also really feel good they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're really snug and they fit me really well and they look bloody excellent brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. gets you in the mood for the dance class exactly I love it so of course this episode is all about self-love and as we know what you wear can be a big part of this mm. so what's your go-to wardrobe pick when you want to feel your best I mean, for me, I think a power suit is yeah. always a good one. I'm wearing one now. Mm, it's beautiful. And uh, it's nice and bright and 
it makes me feel really good. A suit always makes mm. me feel really good, actually. Mm. So, um, yeah, and colour. I love colour. So um, I very rarely wear black. Mm. Um, I don't have much black in my wardrobe at all. Um, so, yeah, just I just wear things that try and lift me up. Yeah, so I'm I'm a good old nice pair of jeans and a and a lovely top and I just feel comfortable and you can just tart it up a bit with a nice kind of handbag or a nice little belt. I mean, I'm a bit limited at the moment because I actually <laughs> haven't bought any maternity clothes as yet. Oh. But I'm a bit like you, Natalie. Mm. Most of my wardrobe is colourful mm. and I find that colour... Makes you happy. Yeah. It just gives off a mood, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And um, a bit like you, if I'm going somewhere, whether it's a meeting or for dinner, and I throw on a nice suit jacket with just a mm. pair of jeans and some heels, that's enough. Mm. Uh, you know, the older I get, in a way, the less I try. <laughs> Yes, true. You know, which is really freeing and quite nice. You know, I can feel equally as good in just a vest top and some jeans. But the power of a lovely boot or a little bag or something. Yeah. You know, just that one little thing can change an outfit so much. Do you guys have any wardrobe items that you consider real treasures? I've got an amazing dress that was made for me for the BAFTAs about, gosh, about 15 years ago. And it's a couture dress that God knows how much it's worth. Um, But it's something that um, I treasure. I really do treasure it. Um, And it's incredibly beautifully designed and specially for me. So it's. Have you worn it in the last 15 years? No. (laughs) It's in the boxes. So I'm a big believer in not saving, not having outfits and just saving them for special occasions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wearing them. So, you know, I, I am that mum who will wear sequins on the school run. Yes. <laughs> I yes. love it. Um, so I try and make sure I wear all of my wardrobe if I can. And yeah. if I haven't worn it in over a year, I try and get rid, get of, rid it. of it. Really good way to live, actually. It's healthy. It's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any couture dresses in <laughs> no. my wardrobe, so that's a little bit different. <laughs> I bet you are the coolest mum on the playground. Oh, my goodness. No, you know what? I think I'm a disappointment when I show up because they no. think, oh, she's off the telly. She's going to look really good. Yeah, and I gl- literally turn up in a jumper and some leggings and they yeah. must think, PJs. what a disappointment. <laughs> well, you know, my... My daughter said to me um, the other day, she went, Mum, why can't you just wear leggings and a T-shirt like all the other mums? <laughs> oh, like no. me. Bless her. <laughs> but when she gets older, she'll realise oh, how dope mum is. Fabulous, yeah. <laughs> Love that. Oh, brilliant. Do you feel like social media has had a big influence on your appearance? I mean, does it make you feel pressure to look and dress a certain way? No, I wouldn't say I'm really governed by social media. I mean, social media on a whole ginormous other scales of of, of how damaging and how brilliant it is. Um, but I wouldn't say it really governs what I wear. So you wouldn't find yourself comparing yourself to other no, people? No, but I might say, oh, that's a really nice, you know, you look fabulous. Where's that jacket from, or something right. like that? But but no, I wouldn't. It wouldn't drive me as as much as that. I mean, social media is my job, so it definitely mm. does influence what I wear. I take an I take an outfit picture most days, but mm. for me, it's really quite positive. I like the fact that it actually kind of makes me make an effort in some ways. Mm. Um, so. 
it's good and I it makes me feel good when I make a little bit of an effort take a nice picture um, and post it and get good feedback hopefully um, <laughs> it's, it, it does make me feel good so it does definitely influence me and what I wear now a lot of people talk about feelings of anxiety stemming from using social media Natalie is this something you've had much experience with I mean, luckily, I'm not one of those women, but I do get a lot of messages with women who message me and say, you know, I really wish I had your confidence. And wow. I and, and they're even older than me often. Um, but mm. it is hard because you do compare yourself to people mm. on social media because you don't get the whole story. You think that, you know, they're having they're, the they're most look, glamorous, yeah, yeah incredible looking lives. Looking beautiful and, you know, they've got no problems <laughs> with their husbands and mm. their kids never answer them back and yeah, yeah, yeah. brush their teeth straight away. So present this perfect <laughs> no, picture. Yeah, so, so you just don't get the full story. It's all false. Um, but, you know... You have to just be very mindful of the fact that everyone is fighting their own battles. That's right. Everyone has, you know, their ups and their downs. Mm. So whenever I get that sort of niggly doubt in my head and feel jealous or feel anxiety, mm. I always just, you know, take a moment to sit back and think, no, their, their lives are not what you see on Instagram. Mm. So just be always mindful of that. If you find yourself going into a spiral of anxiety, stop turn it yes. off delete the app yeah it will always be there when you come back and so go for a run really good advice <laughs> yeah. yeah go for a run <laughs> right we're going to take a short break and we'll be back in just a second talking about alternative healing going under the knife and how to feel comfortable in your own skin want to know another one of my greatest loves fashion i'm always keen to try out the latest styles and i love to keep my looks fresh but Sometimes it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Stitch Fix comes in. Tell them what you're looking for or why you need a new outfit and their personal styling teams will curate the perfect looks tailored specifically to you. So, what are you waiting for? Head to stitchfix.co.uk to sign up and celebrate feeling like your best self now. Welcome back to Where It's At with me, Alicia Dixon. I'm here with Jodie Kidd and Natalie Lee and we're talking self-loving and loathing. So, ladies, do you feel comfortable in the skin you're in? I mean, I definitely do now. Yeah. It's taken me a long time. Um, I do think as you get older, you get more relaxed. You don't necessarily have to try as hard or you don't feel like you have to try as hard anymore. Um, so, yeah, I I'm definitely feel much more comfortable now. And also, because I've got children, I think your your priorities kind of just change and you're not sort of trying to attract attention all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, um, it's getting better. What about you, Jodie? Up and down. I think my teenage, late teenage, early 20s, I was super happy because you're just kind of like, I was just, you know, where I was in my career and, um, and the modelling world. So I was having the best time of my life. And then kind of like when you kind of get into your 30s and you start kind of like having a big meal and then the next morning you don't wake up with a completely flat tummy, everything starts changing, you you know, then you get into motherhood, then the kind of you spiral down a bit. And, and then now, I would have to say in my, you know, as being 40s, now where I'm, it's coming back again. 
It's so interesting how people fear getting older. And I, ter- I turned 40 last yeah. October. But I can honestly say I much prefer my body now to when I was in my 20s. In fact, after I had my first daughter, um, I actually I went through a bit of a phase where I was like, where have the boobs gone? And, yeah. you know, yeah. everything had changed. But then I came out the other side and I was like, oh, the respect I had for my body. And I just mm. felt better. I felt more womanly. And also, I think it went hand in hand with my mental well-being. Just the more relaxed I became in myself, the more accepting of my body. And I think that's the great thing about getting older. You mm. just care less. That's true. <laughs> you know, and I, I can honestly say at this point in my life, I'm the most comfortable I've ever been. I have to say, after I had my first child, it was probably my lowest point in how, terms how of body you? confidence. Um, I was 29 when I had my first daughter, okay. um, but I got really bad stretch marks in the last week. I went overdue mm. one week, got really, really, you know, distinctive stretch marks. Um, i still got them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> um, and, you know, that wrinkly tummy and, mm. you know, I've learned to accept them now, but afterwards, um, because you don't really see images of you know, women who have had babies in the media. So I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't expect that my body would change so much after having children. Mm. And it was a real massive shock to me. And you've got to give your body the time to find its way back to itself. I mean, it took me probably a good year. I mean, I breastfed for a year Mm -hmm. and then it took me probably another year after that for my boobs to actually have any kind of curve on them you know I was like they just, they just disappeared yeah. and it was weird but the, I just love how the, incredible the body is that it can repair and heal itself so beautifully yeah. I mean my body will never ever be the same as it was pre-kids no. <laughs> but I'm okay with that because yeah. actually just you know because I have got stretch marks and you know a wrinkly wobbly stomach that doesn't mean that it's not beautiful exactly you know and it's taken me a long time to come to that conclusion right. and that's just because that's not what we're typically told by society is is the is the epitome of beauty mm. and you have to rework the your brain and the narrative and change what your perception is yeah. of it mm. absolutely do you ever have wardrobe meltdowns <laughs> with these things of the past God. yeah no. <laughs> I was like, yes. no. jeans jeans and shirts you didn't do bad <laughs> i um you know often when i'm going out i'm like i don't have anything to wear and literally you know yeah. i've got a lot to wear. My husband's like, um, have you looked in your wardrobe recently? Why is it every woman says I've got nothing to wear and every man says, have you looked in your wardrobe? You've got yeah, loads yeah, of stuff. Yeah. My other half does exactly the same. I think it's just that, you know, you have this idea, don't you? And it's like, I I, I want to feel like this and I don't have anything that just nails yeah. it. Um, the other day I went to like this hip hop brunch thing and I'm like, my wardrobe is so unhip hop it's ridiculous <laughs> so like I just didn't have anything to wear and it was like you absolutely do just mm. just throw on like a baseball top and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. some jeans and yeah. you'll be fine I have the meltdowns but I'm not organised like if I've got a performance or something and I leave it to the last minute yeah. I end up trying on a million and one things I have a pile yeah, of clothes on the works. floor and then I'm overwhelmed yeah. and it's always my other half that comes in and he's like why don't you try and then I get stressed with him but then yeah. he always ends up helping me <laughs> yeah. and he's like every time he says you need to do this the day before two yeah. days before so that come the day that you have to leave the house you job. don't have a meltdown <laughs> what happens with me is you always end up going back to the first outfit yeah. 
yeah, that yeah, you yeah. took out. I know. Yeah. But I think also a good rule is don't try on clothes when you're not in a good mood. Yeah. Because it just never works. Good because idea. it's what's going on in your head again yeah. rather than the reality of probably what you're trying on. Yeah. You know? But hey ho, we all have them. <laughs> right, getting older. Oh, people love to talk about this. Yeah. What are your feelings on getting older? I mean, I think getting older is a real privilege. I love the fact that I'm getting older. But whenever I speak to women that are getting older, they all seem seems, okay with it. It just yeah. seems to be the media that has an issue I with it. I think they're changing, though. You see a lot of kind of advertising campaigns using older women now and, you know, things like that. So I think it is changing. Yeah. And, you know, we're, I think there's a bit more of a trend now to stop photoshopping yeah. out things like wrinkles and stretch marks. And we want to see it mm. because we have it. We want to be represented in the media. Mm. So let's see it and let's stop erasing all the good bits. Absolutely. So obviously we're saying the older we get, our bodies, of course, change Mm -hmm. and we should embrace it. Yeah. Hence why I'm keeping all my clothes because I have no idea when I'm going to go back to size A or 10 or 12 or 14 because we change constantly. So um, that's my excuse anyway. What what are your (laughs) thoughts on plastic surgery? Are you kind of each to their own or...? Oh, natural is best. I mean, I've got friends who have had plastic surgery and I think, you know, if that makes you feel good and, and get on and do it. Yeah. Um, it's not for me. I would. I don't think I would have plastic surgery because I'm quite comfortable in how I look and mm. my skin. And I also don't always think it necessarily looks very good. <laughs> um, I'm not a fan of, you know, fillers um lip fillers and mm. botox i don't think it makes them look any better you can really tell with people nowadays mm. like this puffiness around the cheekbones and you're like and they go no that's the filler look i think the thing i find the most interesting is that you would presume that it's women in their late 30s late 40s that are having everything done mm. and these days it's the younger girls that are getting oh. it done i mean i'm 40 and i can happily say i've never had botox never had anything mm. But I'm looking at girls in their early 20s that are getting lip fillers and Botox and I'm thinking, what is going on? I don't think it's about the ageing. I think it's, it's more of a look. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But your skin is amazing, Leisha. Like Back at you. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I think, I bet people assume that you have had... Of course. Yeah. I mean, I read an article last week. A lady who was in the sort of beauty industry had yeah. listed all the things that she thinks I've had done. Oh. And I didn't, I couldn't even be bothered to respond. Oh, no, don't. I oh. couldn't even be bothered. I thought, you know what, if that's what you think, you just crack on with your thoughts. Yeah. I know that I've not had anything done and that's all that matters. Exactly. You know, but it's interesting that people would presume it. But I think it's like you said, there's a look that the young girls get. I don't think I have that look. I would have that trouty pouty mm. Look, I don't have but it. But there's also, you know, from going back to, not that we've even been there, but Kim Kardashian, these ginormous bum inserts that everyone seems to be going. And it's like, wow, you know, and, and young girls are all having those now. Yeah, and maybe it is a, maybe it is a mindset again because... I've always wanted a bigger bum, and but yeah. I've just accepted that I don't have a big bum, you know. Yeah. Most I can do is some but squats. But that is an extraordinary large Unless maybe bottom. when you get older, That's again, like, you care less. Because maybe if yeah. I was 21, I, I don't know. I don't, maybe I'd Do you think different. it's comfortable sitting on those <laughs> back? I've always been quite fascinated. 
but also, you know, we're governed by trends. So just because big bums are in now, yeah, you know, exactly. if you have plastic surgery to make your bum bigger and then, you know, five Suddenly minutes later, it's, gone... it's not in yeah, anymore. But see, what the thing are you going to do? Men are always going to love big bums. And yeah, I think a lot of women that get things done, it's to appease the opposite sex. With plastic surgery with me, I think if it makes anyone feel happier, it's, you know, I've had friends that have had many kids and, and you know, they've had their boobs done a bit that makes them feel so much more womanly and positive and, and that's great for them. But it's it's a very individual thing. It's it what, is. It's what and you, each case is yeah. different and I completely agree with you. You know, if it's something that's bringing somebody's somebody down or they're, yeah. you know, they're not living a great quality of life because yeah. something's making them unhappy, they should change it. I'm just not for young girls doing no. it unnecessarily when there's nothing wrong with them and they're perfectly okay. Mm. And I hope that I can raise my daughter mm. to be comfortable in her skin and accept who she is and not feel the pressure to have to try and look like everybody else. Because yeah, essentially that's what they're all doing. Um, if you could change one body part about yourself, what would it be? Jodie's having a look at herself. <laughs> what could I change? I think it's always going to be stomachy, kind of love handly areas, isn't it? Yeah, but you need think? something Not to grab me. hold of. Yeah, I know, that's true. <laughs> that's true. No. I think my feet has always been a See? thing. <laughs> what have my feet? I've got big feet. Um, I, I was always told I had big feet as a kid. How and, funny! Um, I've got long toes, and they don't look good in like little sandals, pretty little sandals. So yeah, it would be my feet, but I don't think there's any plastic surgery that can help that. So funny. I'm with you. I'm, I'm yeah. Your feet as well. What do you hate about your feet, Alicia? Um, they're just not. I just wasn't blessed with, with pretty good feet, feet. <laughs> I used to hide my feet yeah, she's from wearing, boyfriends socks my in, partner that uh, I'm with now is the first person that I've been with that's seen my feet really, really? <laughs> real wow. talk yeah yeah oh wow so that's you how... have a major I did but not anymore socks in the bath not anymore like, I used to I would never wear open toe shoes or anything but now I'm like I do and I embrace it and it's fine yeah, and actually I love them they, they've they helped me a lot they've got me up a mountain yeah. <laughs> they helped me win Strictly Come Dancing yeah, exactly <laughs> my Ooh. feet have been good to me they've had so, some abuse um, though I've had to learn to like them yeah <laughs> it's just taken 40 years <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant <laughs> Okay, moving on. So we've all got children. Yeah. Did uh, pregnancy change the way you feel about yourself? I felt lovely being pregnant. Me I felt too. so womanly and yeah. beautiful and sexy. Yeah. And I and it was the first time that I actually, you know, got my body out and wasn't worried about, yeah. you know, how my stomach looked or it was so freeing. Yeah. Not um, having to suck in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> it was it was the it was the most special time. Um and when you're pregnant, it I, I mean I used to be a midwife as well. Oh wow. Amazing. Yeah. So um the beauty of seeing a woman pregnant and then a baby in her arms was the most magical thing that I've ever seen in my whole life. And I bet it never got old. I bet it was always no, special never. every time. So it would all be different, oh, wouldn't mm. it? Every and it time. felt like such a privilege to be allowed mm. to witness that and experience mm. that with somebody. Did you feel great being pregnant? Yes. Yeah. I think because it was the first time in the world that I hadn't, you know, had a glass of wine for <laughs> nine months. 
actually a bit longer. So my body was going, thank you. <laughs> and uh, energy. I was, oh, it was just, br- it was like I wasn't really pregnant because I had so much energy. Right, ladies, finally, to practice some self-love right here and now, tell me three things about yourself that you love. Okay, shall I go first? Yeah, of yes. Right, okay. I think the first thing has got to be my bum. Shaking my bum. I like shaking my <laughs> bum. <laughs> um, oh, God, I just I was going to say boobs next, but it's like... Oh, this yeah. is, <laughs> boobs, boobs, butt, refreshing. Yes. Um... And eyes. I've got um I've got dark skin and green You've eyes. Got beautiful so eyes. People always comment yeah. on them. So I think I'm gonna have to say those. Yeah. Okay. Um okay, physical height. I love my height. And being six foot two, normally most people kind of go, Oh god, that's too tall or you can't wear high heels. No, I bring out the biggest blinking high heels that make me six foot seven and people are just like whoa I love that um, yeah Yeah. so height is I really love um I love my family and then what would be the next one that I really love I think it would be maybe how I look at life I I live kind of every day as if it's the last and if this is why I I was saying earlier that I find it hard to say no because I love opportunities. I love meeting people. I love Mm. talking and experiencing. And so that kind of probably is the reason what has added up to a few negatives in my life because I just don't have any time because I'm always saying yes because I love life. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's really nice. That's really nice. How do I follow that? (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Alicia? I don't know. Um, Three things I love about myself. Um, I love my energy. I think that zest for life as well, you know, just I try every day to be as present as possible and as grateful for everything and living in the now and yeah it's 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 a really hard question to answer actually it really is and you two um, are showing me up now no. <laughs> no, I like my boobs and my butt and my lips <laughs> yeah beat that <laughs> I love that though. I love it. Well, thank you, ladies. Right, on that positive note, I think it's a great place to leave it for the week. Thank you so much, Jodie and Natalie, for joining me and for being so open about your relationships with yourselves. Thank Thank you. Thank you. That was fun. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with our next episode, Am I Adulting?, where I'll be discussing growing up without growing boring with the inspirational Katie Piper and multi-talented Faye Toza. Until then, hit subscribe so you don't miss out. What's the one go-to outfit that never fails to make you feel your absolute best? Well, we want to know. Mine has got to be a classic blazer, white vest and jeans because it always makes me feel confident, sophisticated and ready to conquer anything. If you're keen to find an outfit that makes you feel amazing, head on over to stitchfix.co.uk and book a personalised fix, tailor-made for you by one of their expert stylists.